All right, so I'm here with my maternal grandmother. I call her Davi. So uh, why don't you introduce yourself? I am Parveen Rizvi, and um, uh, Imran's grandmother. All right, so you were young when you moved from India to Pakistan, so you wouldn't remember much about your life in India, right? No, I don't. All right, so then uh, what was life like in Pakistan? Okay, Pakistan's life was very good when we were growing up. Uh, it's very, uh, very good. We were seven, eight siblings, and um, my parents, and we we have a lot of fun and uh, a lot of uh, everything, religion and entertainment, and uh, so it was a very fun kind of childhood. Mm -hmm. So, how long did you live in Pakistan? From. Um, Age, um, I was I was about uh, six. I was six year old when I moved from India, and I moved to um, uh, on uh, age twenty seven after getting married to England. Mm -hmm. So, um, so, so when you were twenty seven, you married uh, Dada. Dada. Yeah. All right. So, in so. So in Pakistan, um, what was it like being a Shia Muslim? Because the country is mostly Sunni Muslims, right? Yeah. Was it like, was it like harder? Did you face mm, at that time? It? It, at that time, it wasn't so much differences. We were friends with the Sunni people. We were friends uh, Shia people. We were all doing our um, uh, Shias uh, kind of uh, religious stuff. Uh, very freely, mm -hmm. not uh, not so many kind of differences at that time. Do you I, I, don't, I didn't face anything. Okay. Do you think that there are more differences now or, th or that there were more differences before? No, it's more differences now. Why do you think that is? Mm, I know because of the, I don't know, maybe the more population now or something. Mm -hmm. uh, so we have a very good kind of experience. Even our Sunni friends were going to the majlises with with, our, with us, our neighbor. Right. Yeah. So okay. they were, they were, um, it's not a big difference in the Sunni and Shia actually. Mm -hmm. So everybody, 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 most people do the Muharram uh, kind of uh, what, what it call, what I, I will not say the celebration because celebration is a happy thing. Morning. Uh, yeah, yeah, commemoration, commum, what, what? Commemoration. Yeah. So, yeah, so everybody was involved even Shia and Sunni, mm -hmm. and, but it's only very little different. We do the Matam, they don't, Sunni mm -hmm. people don't, but they were going to the madrasas. They were listening. So, so, so now you think that there's a bigger difference between like Sunni and Shia Muslims that uh, it's more I, divided now? Yeah, I, and, and I, to my knowledge, because I am not there from a long time, mm -hmm. Maybe, yeah, but it is, yeah, it is more because people are, I think nowadays, more vocal. Mm -hmm. They, they were, they were kind of keeping a little bit kind of things like we should not say, the Sunni people would not say openly to bed. Uh, no, no, even now they don't because they do the followers of the same people like Shia. Mm -hmm. They still don't, but some reason it looked like it more now. So the Sunni Shia split is all about it. It mostly just goes back to 
it ultimately goes back to the conflict between Imam Hussein and uh, the caliph at the time, right? Right. So, do you think that that it's justified for there to be this divide that like that Shias should hate Sunni Muslims because of what happened that long ago? Or do you think that it doesn't really matter anymore? No, Shia don't hate. Okay. No, Shia don't hate Sunni, but they hate the things if they will say something wrong to our Prophet or the Hazrat Muhammad. Okay. Yeah, but they don't hate Sunni, and both Sunni respect the same way like Shia. That's interesting because America, like specifically, has a history of America was founded on like Protestant ideals, right? I do know the difference between Protestantism and Catholicism. Yeah, so um, Protestant is like it's mostly Protestantism, like the Pilgrims were Protestants, you know. And then when Catholics started coming over, they were like oppressed because it was a different sect of Christianity. So that there was like hate there, but you don't think that there's that there's hate because of this conflict? Or because of that conflict that happened so long ago? Yeah, yeah. Because the Shia people also, we believe on the Imam and uh, some differences on who was the first caliph, who was the... Mm -hmm. And, and it, it is a past, like in the, when after the our Prophet Muhammad passed away. And um, they didn't, the Sunni people did not follow the com commands of the Prophet Muhammad. That, okay. That was the big thing. He wanted to make Hazrat Ali to, to the first caliph, Hazrat Ali after him, but they they didn't do it. Mm -hmm. They did it whatever, whatever they like. Okay. So that the difference started from after the Prophet Muhammad died. Yeah, right. It was it was all about who the successor to him should who be. Who is the successor? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so then when you were twenty seven, you married Daba, and then you moved to the UK. Yeah. What was that? What was that move like? Oh, move, <laughs> move was very good actually. Mm -hmm. I was happy because you know after getting married, everybody happy, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> after eight days, mm -hmm. I moved to after getting my married. After eight days, I traveled to mm -hmm. uh, to London, and um, we had then life started over there, and we did follow our religion in London too. Mm -hmm. What made you decide to move from Pakistan to uh, London? It's, it's, he was, my, my husband was already there, right? Mm -hmm. Because he came over there for the study. Oh, okay. From Pakistan about four or five years before. So then how did you guys meet? Oh. <laughs> was, it, was, it in a, was it like arranged? Through, yeah, arranged marriage through, through the, one of my very uh, uh, close relative, close mm -hmm. I think I think in Western culture there's a bit of a stigma against arranged marriages, right? A lot of people are like, "Oh, you have to go out there. Like, you have one person who's your soulmate, and you have to find them." So I think there's 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 a a bit of a stigma against arranged marriages where people think that it's like that it's like forced, like you don't want an arranged marriage. Do you think? No, no my marriage was not like that. It wasn't. Like we were that. happy because we trust our parents. Mm -hmm. And we knew that they will make a better decision than us, okay. than me, like than my sister also. I though I have a co-education in university, mm -hmm. boys and girls. Right. Uh, but um, but still, I trusted more than me to my parents because they were very very kind of capable of uh, choosing the right person. Mm -hmm. 
and the, and the most of, of uh, all of our system marriages are didn't end up on the divorce or nothing, mm-hmm. right? Right. Everybody is. That's that's interesting. Interesting, cause, yeah. Because 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 uh, again, in Western Western society, de- definitely has a bit of an emphasis on or like it heavily values you like finding your own love, like setting your own path. Um, and like marriage is like this big decision, like you're choosing this person to be with for the rest of your life. And then, and then I think they see what other cultures do specifically like the Daisy community with arranged marriages. And they think, Oh, it's forced. They don't want to marry that person. You know, it's, it is not like that. Okay. Yeah. That is a thing. They, they think like it's that, but it is not, it wasn't a forced marriage. Mm-hmm. We have a total uh, freedom to tell them if we don't like somebody totally. Okay. They will ask for sure mm-hmm. before getting say yes. Mm-hmm. So it is not like that. This is a kind of things Western society has from us because we don't treat women right and we don't uh, treat the girls right and they make the decision. It's not like that. Okay. Maybe in some some uh, families, but not in other families. Why do you think that is that Western society kind of has all these, um, like these wrong thoughts about uh, um, Muslims or the Daisy community or stuff like that? I think the most, uh, that the divorce rate is much higher in the Western society, not in, uh, not in mm-hmm. Daisy community. But, um, but I, the, the main thing that I'm asking is... Why, why the Western country? Yeah, why, why do they think that? Because if why it's not if it's not true, then then why do they think that? Yeah, this is a very good question. I don't know why they think that way. Why? Because I have really no idea. I know they have a kind of they think about could be a man is a Muslim religion is a man dominating religion, mm-hmm. but the religion is not men dominating. Right. They make the decision both in the family. I, I have really no idea how they got in the, their head. Right. Do you think it's just that Western society is predominantly based on like Christ, Christian ideals? So since most Islam is different, then they mm. just they just don't know. Yeah, they don't know mm-hmm. because you have an example now. Living example are us, right? Mm-hmm. And like your Nana and Lani, right? Mm-hmm. Your family, you see, your Rabab Khala, right? Yeah. You see, they were very happy families, right? They are very happy families. Mm-hmm. And it's not they were dominating. You don't see, uh, you feel like it is a dominating, uh, men's dominating. No. Right? Yeah. It's not. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how they got this idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, very, it's yeah. very frustrating. It's frustrating, yeah. Mm-hmm. My mother, was most, I think, she was making the decision, most decision for the girls and mm-hmm. for the, my, our, more than my father. Right, like, like we chose to live, we, choo- we chose to move and live where my mom's family lived. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because your mom wants to live here. I didn't dominate. Mm-hmm. I, I let it, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure if my dad had to say, then he would have rather we either stayed in the UK or moved to Canada, where his family was. He said, "Yeah, yeah, but like, but when they said, I asked your mummy and daddy when they were, they told me their plan. 
And I said, why you are moving there? Mm -hmm. you, you brought up here, I asked him. But when they said, there's more opportunity in America. So I just said, okay, there, if this is the reason, that's fine. Mm -hmm. So going back to moving to the UK, so did you find, was there like, was there difficulties assimilating into British culture? Because obviously it's a different dominating language. It's a different dominating culture. It's it, obviously the UK and Pakistan are very different places. So did you have any trouble like getting adjusted to life there? Some, tr some, some trouble, but I don't say trouble. Uh, but I was just missing my family mm -hmm. because I was so far away. And we, are, we were eight siblings, parents and living in the house, so that was the main thing. But other than that, just no, not big difficulties. Yeah, it's a lot of work, which we're not used to, to at home over there. Mm -hmm. We have a servant. Um, but then you, when I came to UK, even though your dada was very, very helpful in household thing, but those things were difficult to bring in the grocery myself, all these things. Right. And culture-wise, he has a lot, he has a good company of the uh, friends. Mm -hmm. So we were getting time to time meeting them and re religiously like we were going to the majlises regularly, not the day, all day long, just the evening majlises. And, uh, mm -hmm. So uh, I didn't find, um, I didn't find hard to get adjusted over there. Did you already know English when you moved to London? Yeah. Yeah, because I did master, right? Mm -hmm. And the school, they teach English. Right. Maybe not that fluent, but under my understanding was very good. Mm -hmm. But speaking, maybe not that good. But still, I have a little bit kind of not fluent mm -hmm. English, right? Right. So, so, no, not understanding and reading was not difficult. Mm -hmm. so, so, Islam has five pillars, right? Um, I don't remember the the Arabic terms for them off the top of my head, but there's, um, but there's, you have to have faith in Allah and in Prophet Muhammad, Prophet Muhammad's word, not necessarily Prophet Muhammad himself, but just his word. Um, you have to pray five times a day. You have to fast during Ramadan. You have to make the pilgrimage to Mecca. And there's one more that I am forgetting right okay. now. Zakat mean Zakat mean you have to take the money out from your earning uh, percentage of money to give to the mm -hmm. like for the charity. Okay. That called Zakat. Okay. So namaz, roza, namaz, roza, hajj, zakat. Fifth pillar is um, jahad. Jahad means if you need, uh, if it is a war, and you, if Islamic war, and then the able Muslim man, and they have to, like, the, like here, I think when you got, got to the certain age, you have to assign if America needs the need you for the sending to the war. Mm -hmm. So jihad is just like a war. Okay. So if it's if religion, if Islam need a, a war, so then you have to go. Okay. So I think it's jihad, but I am I think I know that namaz means prayer, fa, roza means fasting, 
حج میں پلگرم اول نماز دوسری نمبر تیسرے چوتھی زکات پانچویں خمس زکات نو نو جہاد نہیں پانچویں خمس خمس از آلسو دا پارٹ کائنڈ آف چیریٹی وچ یو ہیو ٹو ٹیک اٹ آؤٹ آن یور ارننگ اینڈ یور سیونگ مسلم So as a, as a Muslim in the UK or even as a South Asian in the UK, did you find any like hardships like there's like unfortunately there are there are like people who are gonna like hate us for being South Asian or for being um, Muslim. Did you find any like difficulties with that per se? Personally, no. Okay. Were there, were there attitudes like that? Like maybe not, maybe not. directly towards you but just general attitudes general atti- I heard some of the attitude from the okay, some people don't like the neighbor don't want to give the sell the house to the um, uh, uh, like us Asian people mm-hmm. but uh, they never said openly okay. the, my one side neighbor was very very good other side neighbor he was good in the word like to say hi hello everything but I heard that okay, he was against موسلمسلمسلمسلمسلمسلمسلمسلمسلمسلمسلمسلمسلمسلمسلمسلمسلمسلمسلمسلمسلمسلمسلمسلمسلمسلمسلمسلمسلمسلمسلمسلمسلم
uh, your daddy and Chachi is working. Everywhere the same, you know, same treatment, like same everything. Okay. And so, um, and then when my dad was 12, so in about, so at around like 1982, right? Uh, you guys moved to Canada. So what motivated that move? Okay, the main reason was for that, yes, it was a growing kind of things over there going in the school because the people, it, uh, children face maybe the more kind of, uh, what I should call the differences. Bullying. And and growing and the second thing when we came back in between, when we your dada went to Middle East for the two two years of time, mm -hmm. for the job transfer, when he came back, so he came back from there without he left the company for his own own thing, so he was finding hard to getting the job in UK. So that was the main reason because the job situation wasn't very good. Okay. So the people suggested why you don't move to. That's why especially we moved to Calgary, Alberta, because they said there's more job opportunities over there. Otherwise, we should have come directly to Toronto mm -hmm. because my sister was here, right? Right. Yeah. But we chose because they were not giving the mm -hmm. immigration for the for the Toronto. But if when you will apply for Alberta, then you will get it. Mm -hmm. Um, I know we just moved to the topic of Canada, but I wanted to go back to the UK because I just wanted to ask some questions about like what what like government there was like um, during that uh, time period, like in regards to like the head of state being the the monarchy and the the crown and Queen Elizabeth at the time, still Queen yeah. Elizabeth, and then the head of uh, government being the prime minister, and so this was during like the seventies or eighties, so. Would, would that be Margaret Thatcher, or was this before Margaret Thatcher? It was somebody I forgot, I don't remember the name, but it was somebody before the Margaret. Okay. And then Margaret Thatcher. Mm -hmm. uh, what did you think of, like, I guess, the government there? Government there is, um, I, I don't, I, I don't have much knowledge about, but everything was good. Mm -hmm. Not nothing. I never heard any complaint from your dada. Okay. The government was not doing anything, uh, not right or wrong to Asian people. Mm -hmm. Everybody was treating the same way, the same same way. Like it is not a difference. Mm -hmm. I am not picking the telephone. I am just checking who is calling. Oh yeah, it's fine. Um, so then you moved to, so then you moved to Calgary. Um, I know you guys lived there for a couple of years. Was were there any like big difference differences between like the UK and Canada in terms of like I guess how they were like culture or how things are like done in the UK or Canada? Not big difference, no. <coughs> Similar, mm -hmm. same kind of things and. Uh, yeah, firstly, it was not easy to adjust in Calgary because I was, uh, even though I didn't live in London long time, I think 10 years. Mm -hmm. I came, I went over there in uh, 70 and then moved for two years in 70 and then came back in 76 to 82. Mm -hmm. So. So it's 
to six year and two years, six, seven, eight, nine, nine, ten, nine or ten. So no Calgary and uh, just only the kind of Calgary was uh, like a, um, is a much bigger, Canada is a much bigger place than UK, right? UK mm -hmm. is very congested. So actually after that I like it better here. Mm -hmm. In Canada, America, right? But I, I still like uh, UK a lot. Mm -hmm. And then you move from Calgary to Toronto, and uh, those are in different provinces. Did you find that there's like that there were like big differences between the provinces, or not really? It kind of just felt like moving to just to like a different part in the country. Yeah, just a different part of the country. Not a big differences. So, um, everywhere uh, is the same. All these Western countries, even UK is very different. But yeah, pe when people get settled here, they like start liking like the America or Canada better than UK. Weather-wise, even the weather was cooler in Calgary, mm -hmm. but it's a more brighter part of the long part of the year was in a kind of cold, snowy. But um, still, we got adjusted very well. So this is just like a big, I guess, like final question that I have, and that's, um, so Western society is, is obviously very different from like, um, Islamic teachings, right? Um, and even, it's even with minor things, right? Like, um, it's like AP testing and finals week is during Ramadan, you know? So I, so I find it hard to find days where I can fast because I can't fast on a day when I have like a big test, you know? So do you think that Western society and Islam can fully mix or do you think that y you'll have, you have to give up elements of one or the other in order to, do you, do you kind of see what I'm getting at? I know, I know. The reason is not Western society. The big part for me, what happened, I was doing the whole month fast in, in back home. When mm -hmm. I was home, I was totally was the full was doing. But Western, what the difference is, we don't get much help in Western. In, over there is a lot of help. We don't do much mm -hmm. housework. Right. But I am not saying everybody, but my family. Mm -hmm. We have a help at home. So I wasn't cooking or cleaning or those things. So the fast was easier for me. Even though I was going half day college, school, university, but still I was fasting. But when I came to London, that part of the religion, I totally, I have to give up because I couldn't look after my kids when I was fasting. Mm -hmm. I was feeling very sick in the end of the day. So I just couldn't do the fasting. So, so was that like the biggest difference in daily life between living in the UK or Canada versus Pakistan? It's just that Pakistan was more accommodating to a, a Muslim lifestyle? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, Pakistan is more accommodating. Everybody is the same thing, right? We are doing the Rosa, the Aftari time. We, even though the people don't don't find difficult this because everybody is doing in their own home whatever they want to do they can do and even there's a mosque there mm -hmm. Mambada there so our namaz our prayer we can do so 
Yeah, I know people find different, but like my house over there was not so so like we are all the time, every namaz we are going to the mosque or everything, very kind of, mm, what I should say, the right word. Everybody has the freedom to do whatever they want. Mm -hmm. It's not like my parents are forcing me to do the things. Right. It's not like that. So we have the uh, same thing here in, in, in UK too. But uh, yes, some part just a little bit like a more, more kind of, which I didn't mind it, doing all the housework. Well, thank you. This was this was actually really interesting. It was interesting. I really enjoyed this. All right. So now I'm here with my maternal grandmother, who I call Nani, and my mom. So why don't you both introduce yourselves? I am Shama. I'm Bina. And Bina. Bina is my daughter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. So, you were young when you moved from India to Pakistan, right? I was five years old. Right, so you wouldn't remember much. Yeah. So, um, so then what was life like in Pakistan? Pakistan, my life is good. It's like very good, you know. Mm -hmm. And my father, he is in police and, and he is like a high, you know, the high grade, you know. Higher rank. Yeah. And uh, I don't have, you know, any problem, anything, you know, it's very smooth life with mm -hmm. my parents. So then, and then you lived in Pakistan until my mom was six, and you wouldn't remember much about living in Pakistan, would you, mom? I don't remember much. I remember vaguely um, going to the going to school, going on a school bus, um, just you know, mostly just playing, playing with my siblings, mm -hmm. um, visiting family, like um, my dad's side of the family, my mom's side of the family, my cousins, and you know, just playing with extended family. Um, a lot of outdoor play, kind of just, um, I remember we didn't have, we didn't watch TV during the day. We, there was only like maybe one kid's show on per week. Mm -hmm. So maybe, you know, we would, we would look forward to watching that show, but that was about it. Um, but didn't, there wasn't a lot of, a lot, most of it just was all, it's no, no TVs, no screens, very different from here. Uh, and just basically just going to school and just playing. Okay. Playing with, uh, you play with uh, your friends, your neighbors, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, Is that and then having family around. Remember Kushat Hala was around? Yeah. And, um, and, you know, my mom's, obviously my grandparents were around from both sides of the family. So, Pakistan is a majority Sunni uh, country, right? Like most of the population is Sunni Muslim. Yes. Did you find it hard or did you face any difficulties or trouble because you were a Shia Muslim? No. 
never because my father always advise us that don't talk about the sunni and shia and they we are all you know muslim mm -hmm. yeah is not much you know not much talk about the sect or something always talk about the muslim we are muslim you know so so you think that people were kind of over the you think people were kind of able to overcome that Sunni Shia split just by the unifying fact of we are all Muslim? Yeah. Only one time, you know, the year, one time on the year, the Muharram 10th, mm -hmm. and then little bit, you know, the people. Mm -hmm. But not is the big, big war or big uh, uh, arguments and big, you know. And those days, people didn't have the gun. Just throw the stone. <laughs> yeah. So, do you think that there? So you think that there? So do you think that there is still a di like a divide between Sunni and Shias, or not really? A social divide. Yeah. So like a social divide. I like, think because you mentioned throwing rocks. Yeah. On the one day, on the Muharram tenth, mm -hmm. the uh, you know the procession, you know the Shia procession on the street. And mm -hmm. then some people, you know, they throw the stone, but they don't have gun like, no, never. They so was it violent? That's what you. They're violent. To say. Just the. There's no violence. Do you think no. that it's violent now? No. Do you think it's violent now? Do you think it's violent? No? Oh yes. Why do you think that's? Oh yes, it's lots of violence. Why do you think that's changed? Why change? Yeah. Why? So so something's had to have changed, right? Between. Because something has had to have changed between the the nineteen seventies where things were weren't violent, and then what has caused things to escalate to yeah. now where it is violent. Yeah, but you know the um, what can I say? Is say is the uh, people are more and more violent because uh, of the some countries, you know. Some countries like Afghanistan, they involve too much in Pakistan and they divide the people and they uh, divide the people and they fight each other. Mm -hmm. the, the Taliban and the Shia and they uh, mostly Sudden group, they kill Shia people. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. So. When I think what she's trying to say is over the years the tension between the Shia and Sunnis have really grown. Okay. Where kind of when, like even when I was growing up or when my mom was in Pakistan, that tension wasn't really there. Mm -hmm. But tension is more and more now, not when I grew. And not she's, uh, you know, she was five, six years old. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, but now in these days, now these days is the more violent, more guns, more, you know, three people. And you think that's from like other factors like, uh, like Middle Eastern countries kind of um, getting involved and trying to, and trying to gain influence by like dividing up the population? Because dividing up a population based on di differences kind of already there is it was a common tactic used by colonization, right? Like in India, um, 
they they really heavily divided Hindus and Muslims. Yeah. To the point where it became to the point where when India and Pakistan divided and there was that great move between the two countries, there yeah. was violence. So do you think that a similar thing is happening in Pakistan today where Middle Eastern Middle Eastern countries like um like Saudi Arabia or Iraq that are majority Sunni or even or even countries like Iran yeah. that are majority Shia, they're kind of coming in and they're trying to gain more power by by kind of using the these this divide between Sunni and Shias. Does that make sense? And so Saudis? Saudi Arabia? Well, I was just using yeah. that as an example of a majority Sunni country. Yeah. But yeah, this is involved to divide Shia and Sunni. Okay. Yes. Uh, was, so, but that's now, that wasn't an issue when you guys were moving, like that wasn't a factor for why you guys moved out of Pakistan? No, this is not the reason. Okay. So then what was the reason? The, it's better future. Mm-hmm. You know, better future. In America? In America, yes. So like an economic economic opportunity thing? Yes, econom, uh, economical is, and uh, you know, it's so, better future, that's it. Because you know, the people are educated and there, but it's not enough resources there. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I think what happened was, you know, Nanaku had friends that had moved to the U.S., right? Mm-hmm. And they said, hey, they asked, they said, Abbas, come and check this out. You know, they're looking at all, look at, and you know, then my dad came, he came up back and forth a few times, kind of explored like work opportunities and saw, yeah, that there are more work opportunities here. Mm-hmm. And it's a better life. You know, everything was very modern. Modern homes, modern, you know, cars, um, good schools, better, you know, better for kids, better future. Um, but, you know, like, you've got to remember Nanabu had a great job in Pakistan, too. Mm-hmm. He had, you know, he had a good career there. Um, but he, at the same, you know, he had a good job. He had... You know, a nice a nice house to live in. We had um, help that that helped. You know, that kind of lived at the house that helped my mom out with the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not security issues and nothing. Yeah, there, there was no, at that time there was no issues in Pakistan. It was a safe, relatively safe place to live. Mm-hmm. This is just something that I'm curious about. Uh, Dadi also mentioned that her house had help, what what does that specifically mean? Like we had sur- someone that cooked, cleaned, yeah. okay. All right. did so, laundry. Mm-hmm. So move, that move to the U.S., the U.S. is obviously a very different country than Pakistan was. Was that move hard, like adjusting to this new, this new culture, this new language? Was it hard? No. It was hard I, because Nana Abu is went to college in very nice college there, and you know, and and mostly you know the people are the middle uh, middle class people. They goes to school, college, and they knows English. Mm-hmm. If somebody uh, over there, somebody say ke I am educated, that mean he or she knows the English. Okay. Yeah. Look, it was. It was it was good at the it was exciting at the same time, mm-hmm. 
Um, it, but at the same time, like I think, you know, my mom is all of a sudden she's cooking, right? She didn't cook or clean before. Mm-hmm. Now she's got to do that all herself. Yeah. You know, same with like, you know, grocery shopping is very different in Pakistan. You go maybe once a week, buy a few things, and you're done for the week. Mm-hmm. But now all of a sudden you're here, you know, you're, you're, you're cooking, you're cleaning, taking care of the kids, taking care of the house. So, you know, my Nani almost and had I, to learn how to cook and clean and stuff like that because she never did it. And I always have a nanny for three of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you not have a nanny in the U.S.? Or, or no, or not you in the U.S., no. Mm-hmm. Because that time, Bina, she wa- she's f- five, uh, five, six, you know, between. And uh, Rabab is two years older and then so we don't need nanny. Okay. But yes, sometime, you know, when I, um, I did work, you know, in, fa- uh, in cosmetics, uh, you know, company, mm-hmm. I did some work. So, but I, Rabab is old enough to stay and with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was what we were older. Yeah. And so, you know, it was when we moved here, it was, it was kind of exciting, right? You've got a modern house, you've got a car, yeah. you're going, you know, um, and um, I think what probably it did, not so much for the kids, but for my mom, I think what was hard was not having family around, right? Mm-hmm. You, all of a sudden, you're, you're in a country with... My, we had friends like that my dad had friends that he knew that lived in Chicago but that was about it but it was uh, when we came here it's very few friends here you know yeah. not much but, two, but three like, close like friends. these days it's too many Indian and Pakistan and it was a much smaller community yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. much smaller but at the same time it was fun it was fun Going shopping, you know, getting clothes, getting. Co- we came in. I think it was like and October. Go to Chicago downtown. And so, <laughs> one of the things I remember, remember, um, when we first moved, uh, Halloween came like a few yeah. weeks after. Mm-hmm. So, like, we obviously didn't go trick or treating. We didn't know the day <laughs> was coming know, up. Yeah. <laughs> but there was kids knocking at our door. My dad had gotten some candy and said, "Hey, pass it out to the kids when they come." Mm-hmm. But um, in, uh, Halloween, we didn't know in Pakistan, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because not that much TV or telephone yeah. or world is not, uh, di- is, wasn't closed that like today, you know. Mm-hmm. Why do you think things were more closed off in Pakistan than America? Is it just like just the resources available or was it like, or is it more like a government thing? Like did the government limit stuff like that or was it just... Pakistan didn't really have the resources. It's not a. It's not a Muslim holiday. Halloween's not Muslim. Um, like yeah, you know, in Pakistan, yeah, we remember celebrating Eid, getting new clothes. My mom making new clothes, going to families, and that was a lot of fun, right? Mm-hmm. The Pakistani holidays. When we came here, that all kind of stopped because mm-hmm. there wasn't really a community, um, and we didn't really keep up with kind of just. The Eid tradition until recently, mm-hmm. where we're getting together with family and doing stuff. Um, but I think it was 
it was, you know, it was just, it, it was different. It was, you know, they didn't, they don't, they're not as, they don't integrate necessarily. It wasn't as, Pakistan wasn't wet. It's still probably not westernized, you know? Mm -hmm. Not westernized, but my parents, when I, when I stay with my parents with, before marriage, in our, in, uh, we are not westernized, but we are, it's kind of liberal and mm. more, more um, modern, you can say. Mm -hmm. Not uh, the Pakistan right now, they have heavy, heavy population and they are poor, but in my uh, time is not like this. So what was your question directly? It was just what, um, it was like, um, did you guys have um, trouble uh, uh, kind of assimilating to a new culture and everything in the US? I don't think there was any no. trouble, no, no. There wasn't trouble. No, we didn't trub trouble. They, the my three, uh, three of them daughters, they never go to, uh, learn English or something. They already knew, mm -hmm. you know. They went to in good school in Pakistan, mm -hmm. and they don't need, you know. Okay, they come I, and go to uh, what, what they call the uh, what classes? The second language, second, English is yeah. second language. Never. Okay. Yeah, they knew everything. Mm -hmm. So when you moved to the U.S., did you find it difficult to keep up with? Uh, like your Muslim faith? Muslim faith? Never. Okay. No. no, but like there wasn't uh, like we, there wasn't uh, there wasn't like a Imam Bara set up, right? No. It was basically whatever we kind of practiced at home or you know, majlises yeah. were at like someone's One apartment? house. Yeah. But so we did, but we didn't do it to the same extent. Mm -hmm. But right. from this country, I never, you know, have the problem. I am Muslim. I am, you know. Mm -hmm. I think what he's asking is, like, if you had problems practicing. We didn't have. You can practice your religion anywhere. Right. Yeah. But we even just didn't have the culture around us. But but even things like like, like for example, fasting. Like, like, like I try and find days where I can, pack where I can fast, but it's hard because we have like AP testing this week and finals and I have, and I have shows and stuff. And that's, and that's my own choice. Like I could hypothetically fast during those, but do you think that, do you think that like in Pakistan, you, like for example, like you were able to fast and then when you came to the U S you weren't able to fast or even, or even like, like Eid, Eid this year is on, it's on Wednesday, right? Thursday. 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 Okay, but like, that's a full day of school, right? It 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 would be it would probably be like a holiday in Pakistan, but it's not a holiday here. So, do you think that because the U.S. isn't a Muslim country, do you think that you had to give up? Do you think that you not maybe not give up, but like, do you think that you kind of lost some elements of of things you did in Pakistan when you moved to the U.S.? Yeah, it's lot. Of, you know, we give up because of the because we don't want the children go, not going to school and have sometimes they have tests, sometimes they have uh, 
is uh, is very important you know classes and things so we miss them but i always we try i guess religion becomes yeah. it's that's not the culture right we're yeah. not living in yeah mm-hmm. in a in a muslim culture country mm-hmm. it's easier to it is yeah it was easier to practice your religion in pakistan because that was the culture also mm-hmm. here the culture is very different than the religion you practice okay. and that's where but i mean it's it wasn't it's there's nothing hard about it mm-hmm. you just accept it it's just a way that you do things right mm-hmm. i wouldn't necessarily they're saying it's hard mm-hmm. or anything that we kind of said oh you know we i would feel like you're missing out on anything right mm-hmm. that's you just celebrate it differently mm-hmm. you know maybe you do it something like a dinner a, a special evening dinner mm-hmm. or you if it's on a weekend you get together with family or friends and you go to you go to the mambara for namaz mm-hmm. but um you just you just celebrate differently so um my train of thought going that i forgot um so um give me a second i totally had a train of thought going that i uh forgot now so no no yeah but we celebrate differently yeah right? differently yeah. in pakistan it would be a national holiday yeah we're here it's not a national holiday okay. we just the way that we celebrate our religious events or religious so it's it it's different than the way that you would celebrate it in pakistan mm-hmm. okay i i just remember my question yeah. so so you mentioned how in in pakistan a lot of the culture was it was a lot of the culture was like south asian and muslim right here in the US there's not an, there's not a lot of elements of south asian or or muslim culture in the US culture which is mostly which is mostly made up of other things right so because of that do you think that it's do you think that there's some things that people don't know or get wrong about being south asian or being muslim or like some misconceptions what which is you mean south asian like us like like they see like, south asian south yeah, asian south yeah. asian is like indian or pakistani or do they some see. people get it wrong or yeah um what do you think i don't think people no people don't understand i guess yeah. we're not very vocal mm-hmm. um and i think the part that people get wrong is that they think oh they you know every muslim does namaz five times a day mm-hmm. every muslim does rozas or you know it does fasting um and a good majority do but a good majority don't but but like something more along the lines of what i was thinking was i was talking to dadi yeah. and she said that um her marriage with dada was arranged right yeah. so in america a notion of an arranged marriage is kind of like 
it, it's got a negative connotation behind it. Like, oh, it was forced. They didn't exactly, want to get married. Yeah. Like that. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Stri- that. You're. She's right. Yeah. It wasn't. You're right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That would be one thing that I would say. Yeah. People get it wrong. They think that. You know, when people from like South Asia said their marriage was arranged, doesn't mean that it was a forced marriage. Mm-hmm. There's definitely consent between the bride and groom. Um, yeah, what else do they get wrong? Um, yeah, I think how people are practicing their faith. I think people get that wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I think some, it's just a, a lot of people don't have the knowledge here mm-hmm. about what Islam is or what it's about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think the Muslims, they don't know yeah. what is Islam. Mm-hmm. So, um, so because it's not the predominant culture and because people might have these misconceptions, do you think that leads to like, stereotyping or like have you guys or I guess a better way to put this is have you guys ever faced faced any like discrimination um racism or just troubles or hardships because you were Pakistani or Indian or because you were Muslim like Dadi mentioned that that in the when they were living in Canada I think she said that one time somebody called Chachu a Paki yeah. Which is like a slur but Canada, Canada is full of Im- immigrant immigrant that that time, mm-hmm. and America is not many people you know mm-hmm. in seventies, you know they are they not much you know mm-hmm. like England like Canada, but is the very small people immigrants mm-hmm. not in, so we don't. I don't think so. Can somebody call me or say, say something? No. We and didn't experience no, it. Yes. Okay. And uh, those days, you believe me, lots of people, they don't know where is the Pakistan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because they know Indian. They are, they said they, everybody Indian. And you know that those days, and people, uh, immigrant, you know the immigrant coming they are all mostly educated people when we move here mm-hmm. mostly educated people move here right Bina? Yeah. and not the not the uneducated and people you know mm-hmm. so we don't have discrimination like england or like canada okay yeah and after you know seventies, you know mm-hmm. the people coming and coming on blood religion. Mm-hmm. The more people coming, they are no education, no nothing. They are in Pakistan, but in my time, the people is coming. They are well. <laughs> so, so well, you well, think well, that? Well, so you yeah. think that because of a rise in immigration, there, therefore, led to like a backlash of like anti-immigrant uh, attitudes. Anti, anti-immigrant attitudes. Like, like, yeah. Okay. I mean, because yeah, people, they kind of started to, you know, look when you've got. They saw that America was changing and they didn't like it. Well, they look. One thing is, um, when like Nanabu came, he got a job. He he had his own income, right? Mm-hmm. 
he fulfilled a need for a company they needed someone in his field and he got he fulfilled it but then you have um but then you get immigrants that come here and that are you know are are on public aid mm -hmm. right i think that's kind of what gives people you know, mostly they those days then we came people are not coming for the political asylum or something just the, yeah. some if one counter is open in uh, Amer American embassy for the Afghani, yeah. but not in Pakistani people. Pakistani people, mostly people coming, those are educated, and uh, they are doing well there, and they are doing more more well there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but uh, we didn't. I um, I don't think so. Okay, we have any discrimination or something. Okay. Nana Abu have education and uh, and he doesn't have uh, any degree from here, but he got the job and everything, you know, is a big company and big, so they, they didn't, you know, mm -hmm. do some kind of discrimination or anything. No. Mom, you didn't face anything? I mean, there's mean kids at school, but there weren't, it wasn't necessarily geared towards, um, like, race. Mm -hmm. It was more just like, they were bad kids to begin with. Right. Right? Um, the color? What? The skin color? Yeah, I remember when I just, I forgot, I had some friends that were Indian. Yeah. And I, there were some boys, I think kids at the bus stop that would tease us or bother us. Mm -hmm. But I think partly it was because they were bad kids to begin with. Yeah. And uh, you know, Rabab, Uruz, and Bina, three, three of them had friend in school and college. In college, they are mostly the white people, mm -hmm. white uh, students. And the uh, some uh, uh, Latasha, yeah, yeah, she's black, and she all the time come came to uh, my house, and she's uh, almost good friend. Mm -hmm. So those days I don't think so, and they never said we don't buy house here, buy the, the uh, everywhere when I want we can buy the house in China. No, just no matter this is the mm, Jewish neighborhood or the American, um, uh, uh, people uh, living here, the white people, black people, they never discriminate us, you know. Mm -hmm. so, so then, but things are kind of different now. Like I faced stuff before. Um, they're, they're trying to build a new mosque in Schaumburg and yeah. they're facing like significant community backlash towards yeah. it. So what do you think has caused that? Wh why do you think things have changed? The change? The uh, Schaumburg Mosque, Bina? Well, no, no. What he, is that? he wants to know why people now don't like Muslims. Muslims? Yeah. yeah. Or why, why don't they like it? Like because, the, uh, because it's lots of violence because they don't like Muslims. 
the reason is mostly the reason is 9/11 yeah it's mostly the 9/11 and after 9/11 you know the before they start discriminate not discriminate is kind of things you know the muslim they are very very upset in palestine and we didn't know american we didn't know and then you know we didn't know that what is going what is what was going on in palestine palestine so i am telling you that after uh, an american people and american muslim you know we are living here we don't know what was the going on palestine because is all over the good 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 things you know right the people are not frustration they don't have frustration not american people not our you know is small um, but you know after 911 you know the mm-hmm. that that is blue mm-hmm. yeah. and the and one thing is afghanistan you know mm-hmm. the ah. culture and things all right well thank you for your time this okay. was this was a really interesting conversation yeah. i really liked it yeah but this is off right Hey everyone, this is Imran Rizvi. So, in honor of Mother's Day, for this episode, instead of doing a reflection, I decided to interview my grandmothers, one of my paternal one, who I called Dadi. I did make a mistake in the interview by calling her my maternal grandmother, but she is my paternal grandmother, uh my Dadi, who once again is my paternal grandmother, not my maternal grandmother. Um and she is from Canada. But she moved to Canada from the UK and she moved from the UK from Pakistan. And then my grandmother on my mother's side who lives here, uh who moved from Pakistan to the United States. And then I also interview my own mother. So, uh it's just a conversation about their lives in different countries and about being a Muslim. So, I hope you enjoy.